Where we're going, we don't need roads. Tell you my story, man. I'm drunk, show up. Beautiful, I'm drunk. You talk. Give me two. Oscars, the Academy Awards. Oscars, the Academy Awards, 2018. Hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, Sean Macy and Jason McDonald. Exactly. Is Jimmy Kimmel Kimmel here? Yeah. Hey, Jimmy. (laughs) Hey, brother. How are you? Oh, my gosh. We are doing a late night sesh of the Oscars. This is a late, late night. Yeah. Look, we're just looking back at uh, essentially what happened. Hmm. At the Oscars, and uh, what, you know because this what means, did happen? well, I mean, this has meant a lot to us over our friendship. Yeah, you know that you hold uh, certain parties where um, <laughs> where you may or may not be invited. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, you know, I mean, there was years when I was invited. Then there were years when, for your work, you had to you yeah. know, go and see them. Uh, which I wasn't invited to. That's fine. And then there were years when I was overseas. Uh, Fine. So here's the thing, right? For the last <laughs> five years, I've been I've I've had to host our own corporate uh, Oscar party, which has been awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Like spare no expense, it's been wonderful. Big screens everywhere, full alcohol provided, but I've always had to entertain my um, clients, so to speak. You know? uh, yes, okay, yeah, yeah sure. which I loved. It was great. I watched it live, but I was always kind of running around and going to and fro from studio to studio. So this year, for the first time, I didn't have to have that, didn't have to host that party, right? So yeah, I was literally just kind of watching it on my own. You know, that's pretty and, good. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually kind of looking forward to it because. As much as I love those parties, and I really do, but I also love watching the Oscars just in my own time, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so this time I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sit down for three hours and watch it by myself, not having to worry about entertaining anyone. It was quite nice. I was able to watch it uh, almost live. I like to record things, as you know, fast forward through them if I can. So even the Academy Awards doesn't get out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, I recorded it during the day and I started at about 3 p.m. Okay. Uh, just so I could get through some things I I didn't want to see. And mainly, namely, those are awards that I just don't really care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For you, as you said, you you have competitions, uh, and things like that. So you care about every award. I won my, I won my in-house Oscars (laughs) tipping comp. So I got my uh, name back on the, uh, big trophy at work. Nice. Yeah. Good. Finally. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I, I just don't care as much. Yeah. I, I, I care as much as I, I want to know who wins yeah. and, uh, and, and I want to, I want to revel in some of like Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Right. I want to revel in his enjoyment of winning that award because I'm there with him, you know, uh, but other than that, you know, I want, I'm there for the comedy really. So, look, from a high-level point of view, it was a pretty 
straightforward Oscars, really. There was no massive surprises. Pretty much everyone who was favourite pretty much within reason one, and we'll go through that. Um, and, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel hosted for the second year yeah. in a row. Obviously, back-to-back uh, -back after the, the massive faux pas that was um, Moonlight v La La Land last year. <laughs> yeah. Which Jimmy had to kind of wear on his own shoulders going, oh, this is my fault. I'm sorry. It's like, well, no, it's not your fault, it's mate. It's not your fault. Yeah. yeah. But it was nice that they brought them back this year. It's actually the fault of Ernst and Young who do the uh, yeah. the raffle or whatever, the, the voting. But it was nice to bring them back and, uh, you know, the the people who gave out the awards last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to <laughs> sort of rectify all yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. Was it Warren Beatty? Yeah, Warren Beatty yeah. and... Uh, Faye Dunaway? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, he's looking a bit... Anyway, it was, it was just nice. They got it... Well, not they, but yeah, it was done right. It was, yeah, year. it was good. It was well done. <laughs> um, so how, how do you want to... Where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about the actual award show itself? The yeah. hosting, the awards? I want to go through some of the awards, uh, as in the awards show itself. Like, some of the points. Okay. And, and, and one of the main points for me was that one of our favourite artists of all time finally got his chance. <laughs> Even though he didn't win an award, he got a chance to perform. Uh, who's that? Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Far yeah. out. Because obviously there's a whole controversy with yeah. us yeah. for him not winning for Into the Wild soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, or, or in fact, I think it's well, nominated. Yeah, they still recognise that, which is why they get him back on to yeah. do his own in memoriam thing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, so that was fantastic. And then obviously, uh, hearing him uh, was the good part. And then what I didn't realise, uh, and what I've read since, is that they actually leave out a lot of people out of the in memoriam. Okay, but this year I think there were a lot of people who passed away, and they left a lot of people out. And one of those in particular um, was the, you know, 1960s Batman. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Ward. Yeah. What's his, uh, Adam, <laughs> Adam Ward? I know. I was like, and I know his name because I really do. Mm. I've had a few drinks, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of his name right now. Hang on. Why am I thinking Adam Ward? No, that doesn't sound right. Adam West. West. Thank, oh, you. West. Thank you, Adam West. Uh, Adam West. Right. Who, who? See, I couldn't keep track of who was in and who wasn't. You know, who wasn't included. But well, no. I mean, I, the thing is, I, I probably would have forgotten about it until yeah. I, at the end. I thought, well, so I know Adam West how because do you, how do you not include Adam West? Yeah. Well, th that's the thing. And, and who makes these decisions for this to happen? And the only reason, um, well, one of the reason, main reasons I knew that Adam West wasn't included is because I listened to Hollywood Babylon. It's a great podcast. Mm, yeah. John Smith, Ralph Garman. And Ralph Garman helped Adam West get his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And that was only a few years ago. Because otherwise, no one was giving what? him a star on, on, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And some of the cheapest people. And then... In part of this process, it, it sort of became clear as to how you actually get you, 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 uh, a star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Sorry, I'm getting so worked up. that <laughs> You have to apply for it to happen and then almost like pay money for them to allow you to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So some of the people who may have only made one or two films but they have extra money, the like, cash, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We, will, we will do that. Um, and that's, that, that's such a shame. Um, Is he the, uh, he's literally the first Batman, yeah? Uh, on TV, I think he, he was the first yeah, 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 that ever came is, across. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, like, it's such tongue-in-cheek humor. Oh, it's camp. Camp yeah. And they knew it But it's time, awesome. Like, he, he was so good. I mean, I, I used to watch the TV show all the time. And I was going to say to you earlier on that have you ever introduced your boys to the, you know, 60s Batman I haven't yet, because um, I, I, I don't have access to it really. Like, okay. I don't have any particular. Yeah, I just don't have any particular medium that I can get access to it. So, what are we thinking of? Um, oh, sorry, did they miss anyone else or anyone of note? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just sort of looking through that. I mean, you got. Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a read of this. So, for instance, like 2017 last year, they missed out on Gary Shandling. Okay. Who, you know, is a big comedian during the time that I... It's a bit weird. ...grew up. And I, I would have thought they would have put all, especially on-screen actors. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people you're like, who the hell is that? Now, surely they're, you know, they're kind of key groups of some film and, and you're like, okay, I appreciate that, but you don't know who they are, right? It, well, exactly. Yeah. They, they missed out on um, Bill Paxton. What? Yeah, this year. Right? So I'm mentioning this and you're like, well, yeah, exactly, what? Um, Hugh Hefner. Look, you know, he's been in films. He's been uh, the subject of films and I know he's not an actor mm. himself, but, you know, I wonder he's in there. I wonder if they are not part of the academy. Is that why, like, they're part of the guild? Is that maybe why they're not? Oh, that, you know what? That's, a, that's a good theory, yeah. maybe. What about the, there's a that? Because that doesn't make sense. The director, Toby Hooper. Yeah. Didn't he do that fucking Texas slasher? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and so he wasn't And Poltergeist, bro. And po oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Now, there's, a, there's an artist known as Glenn Campbell. Yeah. I don't know if you know him, but he's a you know, country sort of artist. At one stage in his life, he's one of the biggest in America. Um, yeah. And he did a lot of soundtracks for people. Um, and he wasn't mentioned in there. Tom Petty? Um, Singer, yeah. Yeah. Who, I'm pretty sure the song was from Tom Petty. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's just a few in there that were slightly annoying. And obviously Adam West was, was one of those. Okay, interesting. That that's not good enough for me. I'm hoping Bill Paxton as well. I yeah, guess. I'm hoping they're not part of the guild or something. But like Bill Paxton, holy crap! We you know we talked about weird science in our last episode. Yeah, Come Bill on, Paxton, man. Bill Pullman, like yeah. this the whole which Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of uh, Jimmy Kimmel second time round? We we happy? We're yeah, I mean look, he's good. Um, I'll uh -huh. always go back to Billy Crystal. I don't know why, but he was always the best uh, yeah. for me. Yeah. And uh, Steve Martin did a good job of it. Um, and apart from that, Jimmy Kimmel's probably right up there. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm very happy with his, his hosting. Yeah. Like he, he manages to get a laugh without being too, too below the belt. Sure. 
Yeah. And he had a tough he had a tough year. Uh, tough year. In, in terms of <laughs> where hashtag do you put, everything. What exactly? Where do you put your comedy? Yeah. Because uh, all the other people were free to do the style of comedy yeah. that they were happy to, to go with. Yeah. And there was so much going on. You had obviously political with Trump. Yeah. Uh, the women's movement. And me too. With hashtag, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Weinstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yep. So much so, going on. So I, I think with all of that, he handled Guns, the comedy. Gun control. Oh, yeah. He handled that fairly well. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, and yeah, there's nothing else to say about that. He just did, he just did a job. So I, I'm very happy with his hosting. Happy to have him back anytime. Um, what else from an overall point of view? Did you like the, um, before we get into the actual awards, did you like the crossing the road to the other theatre? And It's funny the, you say that. Uh, I thought it could be done without. Done Done with that? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I mean, why? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit how you doing. However, pandering. Having, sev- having said that, I still was like, if I was in, I always thought, with, if I was in that cinema and Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn yeah. walked in to my cinema, I'd be like, and, and Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. like oh my I know all of them. I mean, oh my god, it's too much. No, of course, it's and, too and, much. and I get that, but um, I think in today's age, when you've got a lot of com- communication between actors and all these yeah. people, and uh, on Twitter and whatever social media, walking into a cinema, yeah, it's fun, but it's just fun for those people that are in the room. Yeah, for for us outside of it, it's kind of like, well, you know, it's a long show. <laughs> Let's just get on with it. Hurry up! Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and they make jokes about how long a show it is. Well, yeah. it's a long show because you're, d- you're doing things like that. Yeah. How about we just move on? But you... I had my fast forward button, <laughs> so it didn't bother me as much. What What did <laughs> you think about the um, the short speech and you win win a uh, jet ski? I think, yeah, that was a bit of fun, yeah. of course, because that's playing on the fact that it should be quicker. Yeah. Yet then they go over. The yeah. road, like that's why I mean, it just didn't make sense in that, <laughs> in that respect. But that was funny, like you know, because then it allowed other people who were accepting awards to get up and play on that joke. Yeah, yeah, so that was fun. All right, do you want to have a look at some awards? No, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the last thing I'll say is that he always, uh, Kimball always feeds in his. Um, Sorry, we didn't have time for Matt Damon tonight. Yes, uh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, and he he moved in a couple of. Um, uh, Matt Damon jokes throughout the night, actually. Yeah. And, but that the main one is always, thanks for listening. Sorry, we don't have time for Matt Damon tonight. <laughs> and it was it was very funny. It was great. It's an ongoing joke between him and Matt Damon. So we <laughs> won't go into um, the kind of third tier awards. We'll just kind of work backwards on the second tier up to the uh, first tier, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so the first one I want to look at is uh, visual effects. So the best visual effects for 2017, yeah. uh, we have Blade Runner, Guardians, Kong, Star Wars, and War for the Planet of the Apes, right? Um, Blade Runner. Right. So my tip was Blade Runner, but I really wanted War for the Planet of yeah, the Apes yeah. to win, yeah. just because it's so friggin' brilliant, right? Yeah. But Blade, Blade Runner won... Good. I fast-forwarded that one, so I yep. didn't know who won. Yeah, Blade Runner um, won, which I'm okay with, I'm happy with, because the effects in that film were very, su- not subtle, but 
it was done in a real world way where you really felt like that was like real, but there was so much FX there, special FX. Well, there, exactly. You know? Nothing seems CGI because it just felt yeah. like that was the world. Yeah. 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 So brilliant, right? Uh, the costume design was uh, Beauty and the Beast, which was an emotional tip. Darkest Hour for um, Gary Oldman. Phantom Thread, period. Shape of Water and Victoria and Abdul, which was period. Beauty and the Beast. Right, so that was emotional. Shape of Water one. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Cost, oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, hang on, did it? Can you? <laughs> I've just gone off the top of my head here, and now I've just questioned my own self here. Oh, no. Yeah, on that one. Oh, no. That's, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Shape of Water, but now that I, I'm a bit, yeah, we need to go check that one. Which Let's one go we, Which one are we looking at again? Costume design. I could have freaked that up. Sorry. Phantom Thread. Yeah. Sorry about Phantom that, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread 1, which is the one I, that I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I gave it to you tonight, so you can... Yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So, Phantom Thread 1, that one. Uh, makeup and Hair was uh, Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, and Wonder. So, I think we all had Darkest Hour for this one, with the big bodysuit. Yeah, I don't think I would have um, gone with anything else. No. <laughs> and Darkest Hour It's one. funny. I haven't seen um, any of those films. Oh, sorry. I saw Wonder. But I really, like, you know, three films. And I said to you, as soon as I saw the trailer, uh, an extended scene for um, Darkest Hour, he was going to win everything to do with makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it's a complete transformation, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's what you want. Now, this one was probably... The, yeah, everything was pretty typical for me. Everything was uh, what I thought would win one, within reason. But this original song, song actually threw me. And so the original song was Mighty River from Mudbound, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me from Coco, uh, Stand Up For Something from Marshall, and this is me from the Great Greatest Showman. And as we know, they perform every song on yeah. live um, at the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I really love the live performance of uh, Mighty River from Mudbound. Yeah. I love the um, the live performance of Mystery of Love from Call Me by Your Name. It was like having some mad acoustics in in that uh, live performance. Uh, stand up, stand up for something was amazing as well from Marshall, and this is me. We know, you know, it's a top twenty oh, yeah. song. Yeah, it was beautiful. Right, it was amazing. And remember me from Coco was a performance that I thought was like, oh, that's a bit how you doing? Yeah, that's a bit a bit ordinary to be honest. Yeah. You know, and guess what? One. Yeah. <laughs> remember one. me? Yeah. Uh, I haven't I, seen the movie uh, yet. Um, and in fact, that was one of the performances I fast forwarded. Yeah, right. I sat through most of This Is Me, not much of the rest. Yeah. Well, although I did watch it, Bill Mary J. Blige, because uh, for respect for her <laughs> more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I, I thought this was the uh, fifth best song. <laughs> And it won. <laughs> yeah. Well, sixth best because Eddie Vedder, no doubt, somehow had oh, a yeah. song somewhere. 
It could have been better. Yeah. Anyway, so remember me one from Coco, which was a bit weird. <laughs> uh, original score was Dunkirk, Hans Zimmer, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, John Williams, and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. The winner being The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, so you haven't seen <gasps> it. I've so seen annoying. it. Yeah. Look, honestly, for me, Dunkirk was a better sound uh, score. Uh, three billboards. Well, I'm not going to say that was a better score. Dunkirk, for me, should have won this one, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Star Wars is nostalgic, of course, but... Look, Shape of Water was good. Like, it was a good score, but it wasn't, like, the best thing I've ever heard. But anyway, you make up your own mind when you watch it. Uh, production design was Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and Shape of Water. So, pretty big films here, and I was kind of thinking Beauty and the Beast is in for a bit of a running here, Blade Runner for sure. And Shape of Water, um, and Shape of Water wins. So that won the best production design. So when you watch the film, you'll see that it's like, even though it's all kind of held in one area, like it's not like very broad. It's in like a a warehouse, if you will. Yeah. But and a and and like an apartment. But I don't know. There's something about the way that they capture that era and and the look of the film and he's and he's quite striking in yeah. its own world you know but like you look at beauty and the beast and that was amazing the yeah. production design in that and and blade runner but maybe blade runner was mainly special effects look i don't know how they choose any of these uh awards at this point they don't I, choose I them. Never, it's an academy of like made up of a, like over a thousand people yeah. that just vote you know i just don't yeah i know but Whatever I think is going to win never seems to win in those categories. <laughs> now, the next two are, I, I don't know if you remember on the uh, previous podcast, I was very passionate about these. And the next two are sound editing and sound mixing. Mm-hmm. So we had <laughs> we had Baby Driver, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and Last Jedi, Star Wars, for both awards. Um, now... I was raving about Dunkirk sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was going to be very upset if it didn't win <laughs> both of these freaking awards. And they you won. have been, but you have been on Dunkirk like all over since you saw that film. Yeah, wasn't it your number one? It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But almost not with regrets, so wrong words. But under duress, like it's it's not my favorite film. It's just the best film of last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Anyway. The sound in that movie was I've never been moved so much by a sound like sound in any like in the cinema ever before. So anyway, it won both of those awards and so it should. I was not as passionate about uh the sounds in those films only because I believe that they uh war films have been done before. Saving Private Ryan on the beach in the first fifteen minutes of that film. Yeah. Are very good. Yeah. So, I get that this is still a very good film, but it's been done before. But you it, you watch that at home. Okay, I watch lots of films at home. No, no, but that's my point. I said from the very outset, 
You cannot Dunkirk at home is a different film. Yeah. To what it is at the cinemas. Trust me. Yeah. Like watching that at the cinemas, so I was you, I was scared shitless. You don't understand. But are I you didn't want to because they can click like left speaker, right speaker, like for surround sound. Nothing to do with design. surround sound, although it was it was enhanced by surround sound. No, I'm talking Trust me, I said it from the very first time I talked about Dunkirk. No, no, no. I didn't want to be there while, while I was watching this film. Yeah. Why? Because the sound was so impactful that I, I, I felt uncomfortable watching it. It's a weird thing to say. Trust me. But you don't get that at home. You don't. Because I've seen it. I've watched it a second sure. time at home. Yeah. And it's just, look, it's still a great film. And it is a great film. But it had nothing. Like, I was like... So, so there's the trap for you. Uncomfortable. So if it's only designed for the cinema, is it really the best sound editing and sound mixing when most people in this world are probably going to watch it on DVD and whatnot? Whereas a film that can say, let's just call it, uh, I'll pick one, Blade Runner 2049, is the same, I don't know if it is, by the way, the same from cinema experience, cinema experience to DVD experience. Look, I think, man, that's you know a, that's I, mean? a whole, I do kind of. Yeah, but yeah. That's a whole other debate, right? I know that Christopher Nolan shoots his own films for the big screen. That's why he shoots on IMAX for a start. So he's always thinking of the impact that it has in cinema. I don't think he gives a shit about home entertainment for crying, to be honest, right? Yeah. But no, I, I kind of get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, he's talking about because the film, the life. premium platform is cinema. How do I make the best film for the cinema-going audience? And I get that. Yeah. But a film's life is not on cinema. Sure. It's there for, it, like, in fact, a minuscule part of that film's yeah, life yeah. is on the thing. Yeah. Interesting. I'd love to see it at cinema just so I can have an experience listening to it. Yeah. 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 It would, yeah it would, it's amazing. There's, there's only a couple of films every decade that come across that are purely made for cinema, I think, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, anyway, this is one of them. Um, Hopefully they replay it. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, well, as I said, it's not exactly the most enjoyable film, though. <laughs> anyway, um, so film editing is the next one. So Baby Driver was uh, nominated, Dunkirk, I, Tonya, Shape of Water, and Billboards. So this one here, I kind of thought Baby Driver might win this because it was kind of quick, creative editing. Yeah, and it you makes know, sense because yep. cuts to the music and. Yep, I was pretty well edited as well, kind yeah. of creative as well, uh, and and obviously Shape of Water and Billboards were great as well. But Dunkirk won again in this this category, so it won three Academy Awards, and it was best sound mixing, best sound editing, and best editing. Yeah. Uh, so in reflection, I kind of agree with this one. Like Baby Driver was great for me, yeah. but this was complex editing. It wasn't visual editing, kind of. It was complex storytelling editing, and I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that winning. Yeah, yeah. I think in this category, it, it like you say, there are a, a thousand people, if not mm. more, in this to, to vote. Not all of them see these films, and this is what um, I was listening to uh, some people who get the films, and they were saying that they try to get to all of them but they don't really get a chance to get to see every film that's been nominated. Yeah. So, you know. And, and a lot of them uh, get supplied with uh, for your consideration screeners. 
Yeah. Right? That's what they get. I know, that's so, what I mean with these yeah. screeners. They don't so get for something like Dunkirk, which is exactly the conversation we're just yeah, having yeah. about watching it on the big screen, they're watching it in their freaking, you know, 40-inch television in their bedroom. Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. And that has impact, right, on how you view the film. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, I'll vote for that. <laughs> yeah. And I just, uh, I've always found uh, things like this interesting. So, you know, if a guy runs 10 seconds uh, clocked in 100... He runs 10 seconds clocked in 100 because a, a, a scientific clock has told us so. Yeah. Someone who wins for film editing is because, uh, you know, th- uh, a thousand other people. Subjective in that emotional opinions. Who may or may not have watched that film. Yeah. <laughs> have, yeah. yeah, exactly. Put yeah. that in. Um, so, all, what I'm saying is that you could be right. Baby Driver might have deserved it more than Dunkirk. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. you've reflected on it. And Look, it's still a numbers thing, and it's people who are seemingly experts in the in the tr- trade or yeah, industry. Yeah. So, yeah, that is still yeah. a numbers thing. Um, cinematography. <laughs> oh, my God, you, you, you hate me. I know you do. Why? Because I was just about to go, no, it makes sense that, um, you know, F1 drivers could also, uh, <laughs> also do all the mechanics on their car. I get it. <laughs> 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 just like actors definitely know how to edit films well. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. The I'm academies, like, uh, you know what? The academies are it's fun. It's best if I don't comment right now. <laughs> but I understand your point of view. <laughs> uh, cinematography. So, so this one was a big one for me. Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and Shape of Water. Oh, so yeah. we've talked about this a bit on the podcast. Yeah. Roger Deakins done some of the greatest cinematography in film history yeah. from Shawshank to Blade Runner, you know, and, but to be honest with you, no matter what I thought of Blade Runner personally, it was an amazing looking film, yeah. like amazing. Our review said that, right? Like yeah, basically one of the best we were on opposite sides of that review, but we both agreed. Yeah. He's going to win the Academy it was Award. A vi- like. It was a visual orgasm. Yeah. Really, it was. <laughs> so it was good. amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so he won and he's a, he deserves it, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, original screenplay was probably the one that um, was my toughest to pick. So the original screenplay was Big Sick, uh, which was definitely original, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water and Three Billboards. So I kind of had three billboards for this. I was feeling that that was the best script of the year. Um, but to my surprise and also to my happiness, yeah. Get Out won. Yeah. So Jordan Peele won <laughs> Best that. Academy Award yeah. for freaking Best Screenplay. How good is that? That's yeah, brilliant. Unreal, yeah, yeah. right? And, 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 and in reflection, it deserves it because it's just – pure originality but it's just a different genre for the academy award it just happens to be horror no, it's kind great. of did you see all the backlash that happened so oh the, no no on tell the, me on the film it, it's basically it became a republican versus democrat like oh, america really? that's, that's uh, uh, like if you don't know much about america what you know is that they're like you know a moment away from civil war yeah these people and uh <laughs> basically the democrats were all on Get outside, Jordan Peele, and most of the Republicans. And this is all on Twitter, by the way, and and like reviews that I've read. Um, but basically, they're all having a, a a go at how how could you love a film like that? And it was again, it just became a Republican versus 
Democrat battle. I don't want to go into all of it because it'll get me worked up and wanting to talk about politics. Mm. But it shouldn't be political. <laughs> it's like this guy no, this just wrote is, this a cool is art. film. And well, it's considered art, right? Yeah. So, well, that's that's another thing. It's subjective. But anyway. art is art <laughs> is left. Yeah. 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 Anyway, within the film industry. I, th- I was very rapt it's for great. this one. So happy. Yeah, very, very <laughs> rapt. The more you watch this film, the better this film gets. Oh, um, yeah. It's just a brilliant, a brilliant film. Uh, the next one was adapted screenplay. Uh, so we had Call Me By Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, yeah. and Mudbound. So a good, strong category again. I loved Molly's Game's screenplay. Yep. Loved it. Yeah. I really loved Logan's screenplay. Loved Disaster Artists as well. Yeah. Uh, now, the winner, Call Me By Your Name, I actually haven't seen yet. So no, it hasn't I can't come across comment, my desk. But I'm very keen to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for that, when it, when it comes across, when you can get it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, animated feature was pretty straightforward. I think Pixar was always going to be... The front runner, as it is always every year that it is nominated, but we had Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent, and the winner was Coco, Pixar's yeah. Coco. It's funny, like that was the um, film my wife got to take my kids to. Okay. I never got a chance to go see it. So I've seen Boss Baby, Coco, <laughs> uh, sorry, Ferdinand. Did she like Coco though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She said yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite category, best director. Yeah. yeah. So we had uh, Dunkirk, uh, Christopher Nolan. Now this is the first time he's ever been nominated, which is just amazing, <laughs> yeah. amazing. And um, uh, I'm sorry to say, but I feel he was nominated. He should have been nominated for much better films than this. This was a good film, Nolan. Yeah, but like Inception. And even even Batman series, I feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel is better than Dunkirk. Mm. I, like I've seen better war films. Sorry to say, and for yeah. some reason you love this movie. I, I get it. No, no, I, I've just I've seen better war movies. Yeah, yeah. I um I don't love this film. I just think it's I appreciate the technical side of it. Put it that way. Okay. Yeah, it's probably the best way to say it. Anyway, but I don't disagree. I think yeah. Dark Knight should have been nominated. Yeah. He should have been nom- nominated for either maybe Inception or in Interstellar as yeah, well. Yeah. Maybe even friggin' Memento, you know. Oh, well, yeah, Memento. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. But anyway, so he was nominated for Dunkirk, which was great. Uh, Jordan Peele was nominated for Get Out. Uh, Lady Bird was nominated for uh, – sorry. Greta Gerwig was nominated for Lady Bird. PTA was nominated for uh, Phantom Thread. Yeah. And Guillermo del Toro was nominated for Shape of Water. <laughs> didn't find much love, um, Phantom Thread. This no, it didn't. Academies. No. no. Anyway, the winner was Guillermo del Toro. What a wonderful yeah. speech he gave too, by the way. Yeah, he seems like such a lovely oh, he's guy. A lovely guy, man. Yeah. He's awesome. But, you know, as I've said many a times before, to me, this is not his best film. <laughs> and that's yeah. what's kind of strange. It could be similar to, you know, Scorsese's Departed. He won Best Director. It's kind of not his but best film. Is it the first one that's actually in English all the way through? No, 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 no. Oh, he did Mimic. No. We, did, we discussed that. Uh, yeah, no, he episode. did that. He, he did... Um, I'm just thinking Pan's Labyrinth, like because that was yeah, one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. He did um, 
<laughs> Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh, of course. He did uh, um, Crimson Peak. I think I've seen it. You can watch that. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, that was here good to go. see him win. All right, so we're getting to the pointy end. The actors. There's no real surprises here in the actors category. But Best Supporting Actor, yeah? Yep. Mary J. Blige, Alison Janney, I, Tonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, uh, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer for Shape of Water. Alison Janney. The winner is <laughs> Alison Janney, yeah. Yeah, all the way through from West Wing. I've been yeah. on her bandwagon. She's great. She's awesome, man. And, and she was so good in this movie. And she's probably only got about, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 mi- minutes of screen time. Oh, right. Yeah, it's not a lot. But when she's on that screen, she commands. Yeah. Like, she is the presence. You know, she's everything in that film. <laughs> and it's so funny, I don't know, if, for those who haven't seen it, without saying too much, how, uh, there was about three quarters of the way through the film. If you have you seen I Tonya? No. Oh no. right. Yeah. So ha- the first half of the film, she steals whenever she's on the on screen. Steals right. Yeah. And um, Margot Robbie's amazing, and everyone else, uh, Sebastian Stan's amazing. They're all great. Yeah. But whenever she's on, she steals. Anyway, three quarters of the way through the film, you you fi- you notice that she actually because the story goes into what it's really about um, with the the controversy around the the attack. And she's not on screen for about 30 minutes or 25 minutes. Yeah. And because the way it's shot in, is shot like in a fourth wall documentary style as well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like going, what's going on? You haven't been on me for like I'm the center of this attention. What's going? And she actually talks to you going, Why, where have you been? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you know, it's great. It's, she's so good. So good. Even when oh. she's not on camera, she's still, you know. So good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, she won. She was amazing. Uh, supporting actor, William Defoe. So, sorry, Willem Defoe from Florida Project, which you haven't seen yet, no? No. no. Uh, I tried to watch it, but I could not. Yep. Uh, Woody Harrelson from Three Billboards. Amazing. Uh, Richard Jenkins from Shape of Water. Amazing. Christopher Plummer from All the Money in the World was very, very good. And Sam Rockwell. He he would have lucked into that, wouldn't he? Like, just, you know, Kevin Spacey's been kicked out. Yeah. Let's bring Plummer in for some reshoots. Yeah. Oh, and 12 days. just so you know, you may also win <laughs> an Academy Award. It's the biggest rub, rub in, in, you know, Hollywood history. He came on and he did 12 days of shoot. Yeah. And he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely crazy. Crazy. Uh, and Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards, which uh, as Sean and I have been raving yeah. about since day one. <laughs> and the winner, thank God, was Sam Rockwell. Whoop, whoop. That <laughs> uh, was I, – I, I smiled and there's no one else around me and I smiled. And that's weird. Yeah. It really is. Like when you realise you're smiling – uh, at this TV screen, <laughs> you know that you're too much invested in people you haven't met. His performance in this film is so, uh, so complex. Like one minute you hate him, the next minute you want to punch him, the next minute you're laughing your head off at him, <laughs> and the next minute you want to give him a hug. Yeah, completely. And you, and then the next minute you want to love him. Yeah, and. It's that subtlety in those changes as a in a performance yeah. is outstanding. He really is uh, the epitome of when actors say, "Oh, we really wanted to take you on a roller coaster ride." 
Yeah. You hear that all the time. You're like, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. You went oh, from like man. evil to hero, and that was it. This guy takes you on that ride the whole time, like you just said. Yeah. Unreal. You're never sitting in the one place the whole time with him. No. <laughs> so good. All right. So he won. Um, lead actress, uh, Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water. Francis McDormand, Three Billboards. Margot Robbie, I, Tonya. Uh, Saoirse Ronan, Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep, The Post. This is like Meryl Streep's like 23rd nomination or something. <laughs> and it's almost like they just have to put her in there. Yeah. The, I mean, I haven't seen The Post, but really? <laughs> it just feels like... Uh, yeah. Why not Tom Hanks? It's like shoehorned. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I thought Sal- I liked Sally Hawkins in Shape of Water, and a lot of people are a bit mixed on her. I, I thought Margot Robbie was amazing, you know, I told Tonya. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Lady Bird, but Frances McDormand was an sh- absolute, <laughs> absolute shoo-in in this. Like, she was amazing in this. Like, I don't, I don't love her as a actor. Like, I won't cross the street for her. You know what I mean? If she's in a film, I'm not going to say, oh, she's in a film, I'm going to go see that. Yeah, yeah, right. But in this film, she was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tend to cross that street for her. Yeah? Out of interest, more than dedication. Okay. Because I always feel that um, she can offer something that's different, and that's the only reason why I would yeah. do it. Um, and just luckily this time, the character obviously suited her acting style and personality. Yeah. It was written for <coughs> her, really. But. And, yeah, I loved her in... Um, in uh, Fargo, which she won the Academy Award for as well. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome, man. But yeah, I'm just saying that... Anyway, she was amazing in this film. She was so perfectly cast. You know what you mean? Like, Tom yeah. Cruise and anything. And you know that I'm oh. going to watch that, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. going out of my way to watch that. He's That's... going to recreate himself jumping on a couch at Oprah's <laughs> thing. All right, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he might break a foot or an ankle. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Francis won that and deserved that. Getting to the second last award, and that's lead actor in a film. We had uh, Timothy Chalamet from Call Me By Your Name, a very young actor who was uh, nominated. Daniel Day-Lewis, of course, Phantom Thread. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Uh, Gary Oldman from Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington from Roman J. Israel. So... I think this was pretty clear cut, yeah. This was always what? Gary Oldman's to lose for me. Well, this is funny. Like, I, at this point, had only seen Get Out. So right. this was one of the first times that I hadn't seen at least more or multiple uh, lead actors. Which is an issue in itself, kind of, right? No? Yeah. Because Call Me By Your Name either they came and went, like, I guess, at the cinema, and I just didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah. Phantom Thread, again. It's, it's not Australian cinema's style. No. It just came and went. It went out. Um, Darkest Hour has been on, but they've been putting it on at 10 a.m. in the morning uh, for the old folk to go and see, which offends me because I really wanted to see it. Um, and Roman J. Israel-esque, like, has that been released? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Well, it has, but it's that, pretty much they're all limited, you know, and... Um, yeah, they're all very quite small films, except for Get Out and Darkest Hour. So. Yeah, you look at the lead actress and you've got Shape of Water 
out for ages and yeah. it's probably I think it's still out for a little bit now. Um, three billboards, you know, went out for a, I Tonya was out for a while, Lady Bird was out for a while, and the post stayed out for just a little bit. Well, well, to your point, the top three of those, they've all done eight to twelve million dollars at the Australian box office. Yeah. Uh, Lady Bird's done really well as well, like four or five. Post is okay. Yeah, like you look at the lead actors, Call Me By Your Names, like one to two million. Phantom Threads, like a million. Get Out was big. Darkest Hours, you know, yeah, four or five. And mm. Roman J is, is nothing that's under a million. So, yeah, yeah very limited. Um, I don't know what that means, but it just means that I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, them. exactly. That's yeah. what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so, uh, and well-deserved, Gary Oldman won that award. Yeah. And, yeah, he sh- I always say he should have won for the professional back in the friggin' <laughs> 90s, you know. Like, oh, yeah. It was amazing in that. But anyway, and, and every other film thereafter, Dracula. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even Fifth Element, he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's great. Well done, mate. Uh, <laughs> well done, mate. Uh, the other one, the last one, the biggest one is the best picture of the year. There was nine nominations. So we had Call Me By Your Name, The Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And Three Billboards won? No, they should have. It should have. Yeah. <laughs> that, that to me, was the best film of the year. Closely followed by Dunkirk or even Get Out. Yeah, sure. You yeah. and I both uh, saw, obviously, Three Billboards and yeah. and agreed. That All it was three just... films, amazing films within their own right, yeah. you know. Yeah. Shape of Water is a good film. It's a good to great film. Yeah. But it's not the best film of the year. And that's what I've heard from a lot of people, mm. is that it's a good to great film. Yeah. But there are other standouts there that, yeah. Anyway, it's weird, but uh, for whatever reason, The Shape of Water won, yeah. Um, and that's now the best picture of <laughs> 2017 Oscars, yeah. Well done, yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that, 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 you know, what it was kind of a letdown. This Oscars, I, like, I just yeah. I didn't have the hype, yeah, that has been surrounded. I didn't know if it was because of I knew that there was going to be a lot of hashtags coming into it. Yeah. And or maybe uh, it was look, the films. I, I want to be supportive of, of everything that happens, but it, it's, it has been slightly preachy of, of late. And I knew that it was going to be at the height of preachiness at the biggest stage. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Well, you, you felt that in the Golden Globes, you know, yeah. you could feel, feel a building. Yeah. Whereas I feel that Kimmel was able to take out um, I guess the sting some of heat yeah the heat of, yeah, of, yeah. of a lot of it in his opening speech which is where I think he did really well yeah yeah I agree because um, he, he talked about all of it yeah um, and mentioned you know what people could say and what they could do and all that sort of stuff and, and, and that helped a lot because the, the issues are important of course yeah of course um, but at the same time uh, you know you, you, you kind of want to to, to Move on with the show. Yeah. How do you balance that? I don't know. Um, I also think, um, I don't know, the films were a little bit light for me. You know, it was a weird year. Like yeah. we talked about this on our 
best of 2017 episode. Yeah. I struggled a little bit. And, you know, and Dunkirk ends up being my best film. And, and it is for me personally. But but it was just, I don't know, it was a weird year. It wasn't like last year, sorry, the year before that, I had uh, Lion, La La Land, Hacksaw Ridge. I was yeah. trying to squeeze them all into how the hell do I get my top, how do I pick my number one? Yeah. You know, there was about four films they were all pretty much 10 out of 10 for me. Still haven't seen La La Land, by the way. Can't be okay. bothered. Can't be bothered. Yeah, don't. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah shit. Yeah. It was only my number one film of that year, but that's yeah. fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. You won't, you won't like it. It's not your cup of tea. Nah. So. I love I love musicals. <laughs> Have you seen The Greatest Showman? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you haven't? No. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, well, what do you do? Yeah, give me a copy, like you know, oh. and I'll let it sit there and I still won't watch it. I've got La La Land sitting right next to my DVD player, and every time I get a chance where I'm like, I've got something I can choose to watch now, and I look at it, and for whatever reason, I'm like, yeah. no, nah, I can't. Do I reckon it. you missed the boat. I reckon you'll pop it on and go, "This is shit." <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I, and you know what? Uh, in that in that um, frame of mind, I still haven't seen um, the one with the dog. Dog's Promise? No, from years back. The the one that won the Academy Award and stuff. Uh, With the, the silent film and it was like... It had a dog oh, the, the, artist. the artist. Yeah. Okay. Still haven't seen well, that. Well, that'll be really tough to watch today. Well, that's, that's the thing. I, 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 why would I? Yeah. No, that'd be really hard. No, that La La Land's a classic, man. Like, it'll, you know, 20 years time is to be great to watch. Yeah. If, you're, if you're into that. But I am. Like, that's the thing. I... Yeah. I I want love films about love that are expressed through different. Song. Yeah, no, it's a great film, man. It really is, uh, and you know. But then you're Greatest Showman, which is completely different. It's not artistic. It's just it's just commercial popcorn. Moulin Rouge. Fun, yeah. It's Moulin Rouge. And I love Moulin. Love yeah. Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I need, I need. I don't know what I need. I don't know. I don't know. I just need someone to put it on in front of me and say, sit here and watch it. What you need to do is watch those at the movies, really, because that's where they're the best. Yeah. Really. And Showman's still showing at the moment, but it is during the days. And it's not yeah. – if it was on at night, I may have got a chance to go and see it in the last few weeks. You know we're still recording. We're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> yeah, sorry. we're not just having a casual conversation here. <laughs> this is still the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, I was, I was just a slightly disappointed this year. Maybe it was because there wasn't like a big. Although for the last six years I haven't had a big um, rigmarole around the Oscars. Yeah. And so I don't know why this would be any different. Yeah. But you may be out of out of the habit a little bit, you know. But yeah. I don't know. I anyway, I, I still think it's one of my favourite days of the year. I know that's really cheesy and geeky, but uh, I just love it. So Yeah. I, and I, I'm not saying this one was wonderful. It was a little bit soft, a little yeah, bit, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, that, that I think that comes with the films. You know, I wasn't as excited, except for Three Billboards. Yeah. That's the only film I was like, that's got to win because it's brilliant. Yeah. Every other film, I was like, yeah. I still watched it day and day. Like I watched it at three PM when it showed at eleven, twelve o'clock. It start, I think it started at midday, really. Um, mm. The actual live sh- live show. Yeah. Um, so I still watched it at three PM. So it wasn't like I was, you know, watching it with the rest of the country at seven seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I just don't. I, I don't have the build up to it. I guess I do know the uh, the ratings were quite down on this telecast, and I think you know people go, "Oh, is it the movies? Is it Jimmy?" Is I honestly yeah. think that Young a couple people. of things. I think yeah, I think um, people are just so occupied or preoccupied with other things, whether it be um, social media or Netflix or whatever, yeah. you know, YouTube, whatever it might be. Yeah. Especially to the younger folk, they really, really, they don't really care about this pompous bloody Academy Award show no, no, no. about honouring their own people, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I actually get yeah. it, you know. Because the Academy Awards used to be a, a, a night where we had access to people who you never really saw a lot of interviews yeah. with and things like that. Good point. These days, they're you can you, like saturated. I can, I can, I could literally text Ricky Gervais, yeah, on Twitter, yeah, and whether and, he and responds he can or not, choose to respond yeah, to me exactly, yeah. yeah. But, but he 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 could and will see everything that I I write, yeah. Um, but you know, back in those back in the days when it was big, even the nineties, like it, that didn't happen, or the early two thousands didn't happen, so. Yeah, your only real access to, to your big stars was on this night, night when they got nights. up and spoke to you. Yeah. God, we've got so many other options these days. But um, anyway, that won't stop me me from watching it. But I think the younger folk, as the generations go on and on, will kind of fall off that a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. You know, more and more, sorry. So I think the ratings will continue to slowly decline, you would think. you know. Yeah. Interesting where it goes from here. Mm. Anyway, well, I hope you've enjoyed our uh, little episode here yeah. <laughs> on the Oscars. Just a little uh, review back at what happened and uh, and who won. Um, if you've got any thoughts uh, of your own, just write to us uh, at uh, Off Topic with the Movie Guys at gmail dot com. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, let us know what you would like to see from the Academy Awards. I guess uh, coming forward. We might look at this again before next year's yeah, Academy Awards. I'd like to see Deadpool 2 nominated for Best Picture next year. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Do you know um, in England every year the big thing over there is who gets the Christmas number one? And there was a – there was a uh, in songs, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. and, and, and there was a big movement. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. What's the uh, Pommy movie? Um Love actually. Love actually. Sorry. Oh, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's and that's a big. So over there, that's a big deal. Who gets the Christmas number one? Yeah. All right. Australia doesn't have that. US doesn't really have that. In England, it's everything. So, one year, a guy just found it like such a, a stupid thing to do. So he created a social campaign. Um, back before you could really do massive damage on like Facebook and things like that. And he got Rage Against the Machines, Killing in the Name of, <laughs> voted into the number one. No way. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was the most controversial thing because they had to play it on the radio oh, <laughs> over Christmas. On Christmas Day. <laughs> Killing in the Name of. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It was just That's so, great. Yeah. It was very funny. On that note. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> um, yeah. Have fun. Look us up. Get back to our episode if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. And uh, look out for our little... Uh, reviews on Black Panther and Red Sparrow coming out and no doubt a few little extras throughout Tidbits. the month. Tidbits. And don't forget our wonderful sponsors, Fudgy Australia. 
Fudgy Australia. Kay. If you would like to spoil a partner uh, with something special, why don't you order a little bit of uh, the old... Strawberries <laughs> dipped in chocolate with a little bit of champagne. Yes, a little bit oh of fudge, God. the mint fudge, the, the biggest <laughs> rated fudge ever. Uh, all delivered to you with the dry ice, which yeah. is not don't, meant for drinks. Yeah, don't, uh, don't suck the, the dry ice. It's just there to cool <laughs> things down. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See you Ciao. Next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.